0: Hello everyone, you're listening to Skip Intro. This is Ayman Rashad and in the studio with me is Ian McNally and Julian Yap. And today we are going to talk about the new movie, Ford v Ferrari.
1: So you're going to build a car to be Ferrari. With a Ford. Correct. <laughs> they hate guys like us because we're different. What are they doing? Making your car go faster.
0: That's more market. Like
1: you got a plan. <laughs> Tyrese.
2: No, I thought the whole point was to win the dark race.
0: So you guys saw this movie this
1: morning. Um, what can you tell us about it? so ford v ferrari tells a story of the 1960s where after a proposed merger between the mass produced focused ford motor company and the handcrafted ferrari company goes awry ford wants to get their back and the way they want to hit back at ferrari is to try and win the le mans 24-hour race which by that point has been won i think by ferrari for a couple of years in a row mm-hmm. so in order to do this you know ford mass-produced cars. That's part of the problem. Ferrari literally, there's a, there's, a, there's a comparison scene where you see the Ford production line and you see the Ferrari uh, hand-making the engine. One guy builds an engine the, for a production yep. car. And they need help to do this. So they enlist the help of Carroll Shelby, who's played by Matt Damon. And he is a retired driver who now customizes and builds race cars.
2: And he's the only American to have won the Le Mans. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And he has his favorite driver slash mechanic slash Race God.
2: Yeah, and occasional. Boxing buddy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ken Miles, who's played by Christian Christian Ville, yeah. And the story is of. It is kind of an odd. It's not an odd setup, but it's an odd for biographic in that, like, you don't see how these two guys met or became friends. And it kind of. It's a bit about the race, but it's not entirely about the. Uh, rivalry with yeah. uh, Ferrari it kind of drops between like if, it doesn't fall into those standard sports movie tropes yeah
2: it's not just about we're gonna build this car it's yeah. not just about how we're gonna um, you Seek know it take yeah, uh, you know the contention between um, artist and business like it's not just about that it's a very good mix of everything but it is about that as well it is
1: yeah I mean there's an awful lot of conflicts on track off track and in the boardroom you know some of the executives within Ford themselves are just massive jerks uh, one of which is played by Josh Lucas, who seems to make a career out of playing massive. Jerks. He does
2: it so well, <laughs> He's really
1: good. He's got a you face you his want to face. punch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, he's got a face you want to reverse over in a 4 GT40.
2: That's it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, I really enjoyed this, but I don't. I don't know if I'll come back to it in a year or two.
2: That's super interesting because for me, I enjoyed it so much that I'd really want to watch it again. Mm. We watched it on the big screen. Mm-hmm. I really want to see it on the big screen again mm. because it, it's it got such a good energy to a film. And it seems silly to say in a, in a racing film, but it feels like every minute and every second of this film counts. It's got
1: good pace. It does have <laughs> a very good
2: pace. And uh, all the characters are great. This is exactly kind of what I want if I ever have to care about a film about racing or about cars which I've known nothing about this is exactly what I want you've got a great cast of characters I think who are who have great chemistry I don't mm. think there's ever a moment where you feel like you don't know enough or you need to wait to find out more because they pace it out really well and they give you enough information
1: and it's character via action I mean yeah. like, I, I was weird I was. it was weird that you don't see like these two are supposed to be titans of like your racing industry or they're going to be and there's no like, oh, they met his kids or they're on a track. Mm-hmm. When the movie starts, they're already like, they've already got an antagonistic relationship where they count <laughs> the number of years between fights. And it is interesting to see how the two main actors kind of fit into their roles. Like, Christian Bale is doing a thing, you know, a Christian Bale thing. He's got. He's
2: the most Christian Bale ever. Like, he's not happy but he's having fun doing it.
1: Yeah, but when he, when he's in the car driving. He's, he's doing something, like he's pouting an awful lot of the time. Like he's doing like, I am an actor and whatever. And Matt Damon is like playing Matt Damon, but he does his thing, which is I'm going to wear a cowboy hat. With a southern drawl. <laughs> With a slightly southern drawl. It's yeah. like, it's not, It's interesting to see how they, they work together in mm-hmm. that way. But they're both hugely enjoyable and they're both massive jerks.
2: I think one of the great, things about it that i enjoyed the most i think is that it's not just you know it's not for someone who likes cars and likes racing this is a film about marketing yeah it's about marketing and it's about you know who how are you going to use the reputation that you have Mm. and how are you going to let a corporation or anyone tell you how to deal with that
1: yeah and is it worth being a round peg in a square hole if you could make yourself square to get what you want yeah, there's an element of that to it. Um, I did feel a little bit that Katrina Bob. She was driving me nuts because of her hair. I didn't recognize she's the lady <laughs> from Outlander.
2: Mm-hmm, yep. Um, uh, Ken Miles's wife.
1: Yeah. Ken Miles is uh, Christian, Christian Bale. Bale. Christian okay. Bale. Yeah. So the both of them are doing plummy English accents in L.A., which is it's <laughs> L.A. or somewhere in California. Mm-hmm. And um, so I found her distracting, but I did find like I did find it weird. Like she wasn't. I wanted more from her. There's a, yeah. there's a scene. Of, there's an argument scene in the car, which I felt came up just bad.
2: Yeah, and I think in a film where there are no other female characters, it feels very stark when you have one scene and it's just really weirdly placed. But um, so one, it could have had a a few more female characters, definitely, and maybe a lot more scenes with uh, Kurt, Katrina Belf's character because she was kind of cool yeah. when she was on there. Like she was able to establish her character very well, pretty well. And uh, you know, it's never none of that silly wife stuff.
1: Yeah, like that she you knows, get in a lot of these. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she knows. Like you know, you you want to drive the cars, that's fine. But we're in de- we're in hock to the IRS. It's not working out. Like and then when maybe it might work out, and it's like when it, when the when the conversation comes down to like, and they're going to pay me this much. She's like, well, then go do it, you moron. It's not <laughs> like it's like you have to choose one or the other, which is the stereotypical trope to do. Yeah. The one trope I think that they do use a little too much is they do the, the driving's done very well, especially for, like, I think they've made up one race to just show people. But there's, mm-hmm. like, there's the Daytona 24 and the Le Mans 24. And for 24-hour races, they manage to make them zippy and exciting. Yeah. <laughs> they do it's, rel- the,
2: it's the football game thing. Like, you know where each player is. You know which car where they are. Yeah,
1: they do they that they perfectly. You're, you're never yeah. confused. But yeah. the thing is, his Ken Miles' secret to driving is always... Downshift.
2: <laughs> yes. It's
1: always like downshift and shoot by. It is a problem with car movies in general, and especially when Le Mans, where it's like you're basically catching up, you know, meter by meter yeah. over the course of 24 hours. Mm. Um, that's not that exciting. I mean, it's, it's exciting for petrol heads to watch, but it's mm. not that exciting probably for a cinema audience who's come to see a Christian Bale movie. So there is a lot of just like, stick goes down, Christian looks a bit more, you know, tense, and then he zooms past the car in front. <laughs> They cover that a lot with some things about like you know he knows the engine better than anyone else and he knows we can get out of it, but it does feel a bit weird. I halfway through this wasn't sure whether it was CG cars or real cars.
2: Oh, okay. Did you even think of that? No, just for me, I was just like, yeah, they got the cars. Why not?
1: It's probably CG cars. No, they're real. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah, they did some CG enhancement of like the tracks and things like that. And Le Mans now doesn't look like Le Mans then because I looked into it. But they got, and also they can't use the real cars because they're worth millions of dollars. Of course. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) but they got replicas and they got a load of drivers and they put cameras on them and they put. People in them. So, I mean.
2: I think if anything, the director James Mangold wouldn't be happy doing CGI cars. And. There's a lot of respect in this film to the story, to Ken Miles and to Carroll Shelby and even Lee, Ioc- Lee Iacocca. He was uh, played
1: by John Bernthal.
2: Yeah. So a lot of respect to this story and to the struggle. It is a success story, of course. That's why we have it on screen. But it was a journey to get there. So, of yep. course, there has been a lot of love put into it. So even for someone who doesn't know anything about it, you can feel love in it. Mm. So you kind of want to get stuck in. It's a two and a half hour movie, but I didn't feel no any of that. By especially for a car film which is very fast yeah. it never feels like it drags at all
1: so so both uh, that was it's, it's very fast it never drags would you say it's furious as well oh boy so,
0: so this says something for both car fans and non-car fans
1: as yes, well yes and it's also very frequently funny yeah which is important which is important and it's like my girlfriend, no interest in Le Mans, no interest in cars, and was laughing like a drain throughout the movie. <laughs> um, I would say, if you haven't seen the trailer, don't watch a trailer. Because there's some nice moments that are highlights of the trailer that turn out to be highlights of the film. And I was mm-hmm. a little cheated by that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Definitely worth watching. watch. So, that was our review of Ford v Ferrari, which is out in cinemas
0: tomorrow, uh, Thursday, 14th of November. Let us know... If you guys are interested to see it, you can WhatsApp us at 18 tweet us at skipintromy or write us at movies at bfm.my. And we're going to continue our conversation on Skip Intro BFM 89.9.
1: Break from monotony, BFM 89.9.
0: Hello, everyone. This is Cape Intro. You are with Ayman, Ian, and Julian. And earlier, we heard Ian and Julian's review of the movie Ford v. Ferrari, starring Christian Bale, Matt Damon, John Bernthal, and a few other people as well. So um, we figured in the second half of the show, we're going to talk about our favourite car-based
1: movies. So, Ian, why don't you start first? I think um, this is a movie that keeps coming up recently, Uh, Ron Howard's Rush. Uh, ah, it came yes. up because of the Hans Zimmer music which was actually my running music for quite some time because there's such a variety of tracks on the... There we go. There we, have we Count the number of times <laughs> we get car references in, in there. there. <laughs> <laughs> um, the number of... The, there's a good variant in the tracks that have... Uh, throughout that music and uh, throughout that movie and it's literally just the performance as well by Chris Hemsworth I think that's the right Hemsworth I've got and mm-hmm. Daniel Bruhl in it and it's a story of Nicky Lauda and James Hunt and it's a rivalry that according to Wikipedia wasn't an actual rivalry because they shared a flat with each other before mm. this story oh, happened it okay. so been dramatized for the movie <laughs> but it was dramatized and it's that, it's that kind of thing where it's like you know it's race after race they make them really interesting um, it makes Formula 1 interesting Formula 1 interesting for me I know there's a lot of Formula 1 fans out there Don't send hate mail um, It's just I don't really have Three hours on a Saturday afternoon To watch all of <laughs> Cars that Cars go
0: around your circles
1: And they do a good job Of like telling the story And giving me a view Of what Formula 1 fans see mm-hmm. In Formula 1
0: To be a champion It takes more than just being quick You have to really believe it I've been waiting
1: for this My whole life I can beat this guy Trust me He's consistent Dependable Will he put his life on the line The day they really matters?
0: Welcome to the racing grudge match of
1: the decade, and also a nostalgia trip for seeing what Formula One cars looked back then. They've got like all these extra bits the cars don't have now. It's something similar that comes up in um, Ford v Ferrari, where they take they change the wheels with their hands in Ford v Ferrari. There's no drills. Yeah. Oh. Like the pitch yep, the, the, like
2: the, with mallets, you got to hit the nuts. And yeah.
1: That. So it's, in, and it's 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 interesting to see those retro movies to see now where it's like I think. It, in the time it takes Christian Bell to say a line, they've mm-hmm. changed the car wheels and put the petrol in and they're already off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I I just like seeing those old cars from my childhood that I recognize, <laughs> the design of those
0: cars. And, and I remember enjoying Daniel Brew's performance very much. He was yeah. so intense in that movie. Yeah.
1: And they, I think, well, I was around back then,
0: but judging by how they portrayed the rivalry between uh, Chris Hemsworth and uh, Daniel Brew in it, I could feel the intensity in, in, in their relationship, hmm. even though apparently it was, it it was a bit <laughs> over-dramatized. I think there was a bit of rivalry, but hmm. not as much as what was shown in the movie. But it makes okay. a good movie. It may, it's a very good movie with some very beautiful shots, uh, which you can expect from Ron Howard. Um, I mean, my favorite car movie, I, I would say it's, it's my favorite car movie. It's also related to Formula One. And it's actually a documentary called Senna. It's directed by Asif Kapadia, who is uh, a guy from my from my old uni. Wow! And yeah, we're very proud of him. Back Actual forward. friend of the show. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so
0: um, yeah, so basically, Senna um, is a documentary that uh, sort of portrays the life and times of uh, Ayrton Senna, mm-hmm. who is a very very good uh, Formula One driver. Some would uh, say the best in, in the eighties. Yes, some would say the best. And again, in this movie, it it sort of uh, it portrays the rivalry between uh, Ayrton Senna and Alan Prost, mm. who is the his main rival back then. But what I found really, really um, good about this movie was the fact that this documentary doesn't use any form of narration or commentary whatsoever. Oh. It's literally... Uh, archive footage back to back and these footages are used so um, craftfully in a way that it tells the story by itself you don't need anyone to sort of like uh, guide the narrative or sort of like hold your hand throughout the story because what you see are the events unfolding and when I saw this documentary, that, that was the first time I saw this kind of documentary that didn't require such uh, uh,
1: narratives. And I, I found that such a cool thing.
0: Do they just to use happen. audio
1: from like broadcasts at the time, like Marie Walker yeah. and stuff like that?
0: Yeah, sort of stitch it together and together with the image and um, even like um, Ayrton talking, uh, Sanna talking. Um, yeah, it's, it was so uh, masterfully done. And, mm. and that's what I really like about the film.
2: Man, if you told me to sit down to watch a Formula 1 documentary, mm-hmm. I would not do. That. I mean, you know, no,
0: I'm no, not a fan of F1. <laughs>
2: no, not a fan of F1. Not even Rush was even marketed so clearly at petrolheads and at <laughs> F1 fans that mm-hmm. I just could not watch it. I just, you know, how there's never been one that has ever caught my attention in the way that, oh, no, we learn about this huge, incredible story about this huge, incredible driver. Like, mm. I'm, I've never cared that much, I think.
1: But I've, I said it's won multiple awards, and it's a very, it's very well presented. Yes. It's something that's been on my radar for a long time, just haven't gotten around to watching. But then, so you've no interest in the Mad Max movies? You haven't seen Fury Road?
2: There, it's not an f1 track so it's fine <laughs> yeah but Fury it's, a, Road it's it's beautiful. a car movie yeah, yeah. okay
1: so you have seen yeah. one car movie yeah. <laughs> yeah. and it's
2: like for me when it comes to cars the only time i've ever consumed a, consumed any sort of car thing is cars by pixar mm-hmm. disney pixar nice. or herbie fully loaded starring uh, lindsay lohan but um, otherwise the first time i ever saw you know some a, a filmmaker actually show the beauty of a car would be in drive
0: Mm. Yes, yes. Um, The the one with uh, Ryan Gosling in it. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
2: with Ryan Gosling, directed by Nicholas Windingrat and... You know, it's about a stuntman and he's, it's a getaway car. So, of course, you've got beautiful cars. You've got moody lighting and music and it's dark and gritty and well, not that gritty. Of course, it's going to be beautiful. You get to see neon lit wet streets of Los Angeles. So yeah. it's going to be beautiful.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do want to talk about the, the, you know, getting away from sports a little bit. I do want to talk about the Mad Max movies because they are an interesting progression in that like Mad Max Fury Road is just like, now we're just going to do a char- car chase. But the whole movie, as opposed yeah. to, it's usually the, you know, centerpiece of the, the climax of the previous movies, especially mm-hmm. like the, the Road Warrior, where it's like this huge chase of the last kind of petrol tanker that's all mm-hmm. like a feint to, in order for people to get away. And it's like this last ditch battle and everything like that. And the second movie, the third movie, sorry, Thunder Beyond the Thunderdome, which, you know, some people thought is where Mad Max went soft, also just has... Inse- like, this is where the, uh, the, the the road to Fury Road came from because it just got like the tyres got bigger the cars got more ridiculous and whatever insurance scam that uh, George Miller is running he gets to build these for real like they're mm. not fakey they're all real and then he likes to set them up so they drive into each other and one will take the roof off the other one and it looks like the driver has been decapitated <laughs> all in camera yeah uh, it's,
0: it's all practically effects right in, in Fury Road none
1: like
2: nothing CG at all
1: yeah well they I think some of circ- the, uh, lightning, uh, the lightning oh yeah of course yeah. there's enough but most of the stuff all the guys like the guys on the booms who are jumping from truck to truck
2: they're Cirque du like Soleil they witness me
1: yeah a lot of that stuff is like they've either just they're doing it slightly slower or they had to take out some greenery at the sides of the road apparently in oh, some no. of the shots but most of the car stuff is for real mm-hmm. and are they they might have put like I think there's a Doom buggy jumping and they just put the footage of the Doom boogie jumping and the arctic truck beside each other as opposed to separate shots so there's a compositing and stuff like that but yeah that just everything in that movie I, even the that's another one I like car movies with pounding soundtracks because it really adds yeah, to that course. feeling especially when you have that guitar guy with a flaming <laughs> oh my god what's his name again is it the Doof or something like that he has a name like he has a name and that guitar actually spewed flame and he was actually on the moving vehicle really that was Ooh. again it's George Miller's like yeah whatever this insurance company is we'll cover it it's completely made up well one thing that really did surprise me when I was
0: watching that film was that I did not expect that car chase to be the whole movie, yeah. literally, the whole movie was a car chase, and I, I I just found that really awesome. Uh.
2: One thing about Mad Max um, is that uh, we talked about this on the show before when we were talking about Alien and Neon Genesis is that it's the mechanisms of it, right mm-hmm. the the interlockingness. You see, you get to see. Of course, it's it's Mad Max, so you do get to see the machinery of mm-hmm. it. You get to feel, you can smell the oil and the the desert, and you can feel the heat of it, and mm-hmm. it's completely different to something even in Ford v Ferrari, where it is, there are shiny cars. Or Christian something. Bale is
1: always covered in oil, though.
2: Yeah, no. The key gets dirty, the cars don't get dirty because yeah. respect the car. <laughs> but um, yeah, even in drive, you know, you see that slick polish, Gran Turismo, that slick polish as well. But no, Mad Max is pure hot metal.
1: Yeah. And you can see the dirt on everything and everybody. And it, the journey as well, you say, like you get to see the different parts of the world. There's like the guys on motorbikes area. There's the, 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 the the big tanker. It, you say it's a full, it's a big car chase movie. Essentially, mm. the whole thing, and it is actually also when you realize, think about it afterwards, they actually go all the way over there, and then they come all the way over back. Yeah, and that's essentially the plot of the movie. Finish one lap. Yeah. It's not even a lap. They just go and turn around and come straight back. The plot through line of that movie is literally a plot through line. <laughs>
0: So that, that was some of our favourite car-based movies uh, And we'd like to know What are your um, classic favourites Movies involving cars, driving, racing All of those things Whatsapp us at 18 8899 Tweet us at Skip Intro my Or write us at movies at bfm.my